What is going on, people? This is Edgar otra vez, and I am bringing you another episode of the Flow Row Podcast. Now, today my co-hosts are not my cousin Dan and cousin Primo. So people, it's Halloween, and we are working on our second episode in a series of three that are on the subject of Ghostbusters. We're going to be talking about the official Ghostbusters edition of the Tobin Spirit Guide. Yeah, we, we get real geeky. We go through some of the ghosts, some of our favorites, and some of these are linked to the cartoons and video games. Lots of cool stuff here. Now, if you're new to the Flow Roll Podcast and you want more, head on over to our website over at theflowrollpodcast.com. There you'll find a complete catalog of all our episodes along with a store. Now, my friends, I hope you like this one. We talk about Ghostbusters. We talk about Spanguli. We talk about ghetto slingshots and playing rocks. So lots of funny stuff here. I hope you enjoy it. Now on with the show. You just stressed out. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. Okay. So, so Primo's stressed out. Yeah. He's in love with the book. I'm in love. With and the I'm book. blown out. So let's get this done. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Floral Podcast. And today on the show, I have my co-host, Cousin Primo. Primo! And not my cousin Dan. The Branos, motherfuckers. What's Branos, up? Cabrones. What's up, Cabrones? Cabrones. Cabrones. I always fuck that up. <laughs> That's all right, man. We're, we're here to correct I, you. Don't I, worry I'm about it. I'm trying to shy away from the cultural appropriation. You know? <laughs> oh. Nobody cares about that shit here. We steal from yeah. everybody. Yeah, true. <laughs> so um, uh, today's show or today's uh, topic of conversation will be uh, along the lines of the Ghostbuster stuff, so like we're we're doing basically we're doing three pieces, a three part series of the Ghostbusters franchise. We started with the two movies and a bunch of talk with our special guest Rick Gavel, and that was the first piece. This is our second piece, and the second piece is on basically the lore of the Ghostbusters universe. And it all circles around this beautiful red and black book, the Tobin Spirit Guide, the official copy, written, may, might, might I add, or the forward, I should say, is by Dr. Ray Stance. Which and, and the afterword yeah. is by Dr. Egon, uh, Egon Spangler. Oh, right. you see, I forgot to mention that. Yes. Yeah, I was about to correct you, too. I was like, yeah, you, you can't you gotta mention Egon. Come oh, Egon, Egon, <laughs> yeah, he's the bomb. I, I love that they finished with that, too. But also, like, I dig the cover art. I dig the, the black and white stuff, the the aged looking of the, you know, age, like the ageyness of the page, you know? Right, right. All the browning and stuff of it. I mean, overall, yeah, the book I, itself is very, they, very beautiful. They they did they did a fair amount of work. They had a good graphic designer, you know. Right. They, yeah. They they didn't they didn't mess around. It no. it looks nice. And right. man, I I'll be honest, I can't remember. And this is from the standpoint of somebody who has worked in publishing and you know makes makes art, I guess, in a commercial capacity. I don't know what kind of stock they use for the pages, but this is damn near postcard stock. This is like a really 
really well finished final product. Yes. Right. I and don't yes, feel is. bad. It it was it it wasn't exactly expensive. I think I paid 18 bucks or 17 bucks. That's mm-hmm. what I paid. Of yeah. Amazon. Yeah. But it's like the the finish of the thing. And I mean, nobody cares about this stuff ultimately, but the mm-hmm. finish of this thing makes me feel like it's worth every penny that I paid for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then some, I think I, I just, I dug it so much. I can't wait to put this on my shelf downstairs in the, in the, in the cave. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so there's never to be seen again on a bookshelf, <laughs> on the Maybe, bookshelf. you know, 30, well, no, 30, 40 years from you. When now, when you die, your kids will be like, what the hell is this? And they'll, they won't even open it. They'll just take it to Goodwill. And, you know, it's perfect. It's, a, it's a perfectly executed for that. <laughs> piece of crap. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like uh, my, mom, <laughs> my mom used to have a word for this. Actually, I think it was my grandmother would call it was for like tchotchkes and stuff, not for books, uh-huh. but she used to like stuff like precious moments, dolls and stuff like, oh, that. You know? yeah, my grandmother and my mom, they call it, they call it duparelki, which means little things that fall out of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what it means. <laughs> that is dupa means ass. Duparelki means little things that fall out of your ass. Get the fuck out of here. That's not what it means. I need, it's I need to, what it means. Yeah, you see. Why would I make that up? Uh, you're a very unreliable, like, oh, narrator. You. You know, you, you, <laughs> sometimes you tell jokes and I can't tell if you're fucking around or not. No, this this is for real. Though. That is that is what the word Duparelki means. And if in case you needed to know, Dupa means ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new word for tomorrow, Dupa. Dude, I wanna. I'm gonna make a T-shirt. I'm gonna make Dupa. <laughs> I don't even make, make a T-shirt with the three of us on it, and it'll say "Cabrones Dupa." Oh. <laughs> what does that? What does that mean? Just ass monkeys or ass? <laughs> well, he's, he's ass balls. Cabron. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh God! But overall, guys, what do you guys think? Really think about this book? Uh, when I suggested, book, man, when yeah. I suggested it to you, what did you guys think? I was crazy. I was nuts. Look, when I looked at it on <laughs> Amazon, when I looked at it on Amazon, I, I my my immediate reaction was like, this is one of those companion books that they make for the Star Wars movies that you know, <laughs> whatever. Like I that that I've never really cared about, you know. And then I got it, and it like. Number one, again, I'm nerding out about stuff that nobody gives a shit about. You know, the, the, the quality, the quality of the paper, the, the 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 quality of the print, the finish that they've done on it is all beautiful. Yeah. And that made me feel like, OK, maybe this is better than one of those stupid Star Wars books. And I started flipping through it. And, you know, there are things that that I think they missed. But overall, I, I think it's just it's beautifully executed. The artwork is gorgeous i don't know i it should say in the book and i haven't looked but whoever did the artwork mm-hmm. is extremely talented oh, yeah. and and also it's neat to to flip through there and see where they're pulling all this stuff out of they're not just pulling it out of nowhere they they like dug deep into yes they brought back all these spirits that were in the original movie and they brought back stuff from the other movies but they they dug into the cartoons and i right. think i i don't know i'm sure there's no way to quantify this for real 
as much as people love the original movie, more people, I think, love the cartoon. And the fact that they dug into the cartoon and just brought in all this stuff from the cartoon really touched me. I loved it. It, it was it's, it's a charming book. It, it really is. It's charming. It's fun. And it's really beautiful. It's well executed. That's a mm. great point, man. Because yeah, uh, it is. I love I love the Ghostbusters universe, but uh, I really do love the cartoons more. Um, not not that I hate but because you have a longer relationship with the cartoons. Yes. You know, the cartoons went on for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. You watched them every day and after they, school, and they right. build on the lore. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Every yeah. day after school, you watch those cartoons. That, and that every cartoon. week there'd be a new episode, a right. new story. And and so it's this much longer, more intimate relationship that you have with the cartoon than you do with the movie. And I don't know about you guys. Like, I know a lot of people who are of a certain age, you know, maybe a little bit younger than than we are, you know, where as kids, the cartoon was everything. And they didn't they never even saw the movie until like they were teenagers or adults or anything like the whole Ghostbusters universe was about the cartoon for them. Right. Yeah. I, um, Oh, before we go on, just so you know, the actual writers and stuff are accredited in the back page of the book. So the actual illustrator, his name is Kyle Holtz. Um, and that is, that is the actual name on the front as well. That's, that's a real person. It's not someone made up because on the front page you have written by Dr. Ray Stance, Egon Spengler and Eric Bernman. You know, so right. like, well, we we should have done this, done a little bit of of research before we started the episode, just to look who <laughs> up, look up who this Kyle Hawks guy is, because man, he's he's got to have an impressive resume. I guarantee you, he's like a comic illustrator, a graphic novel illustrator, and I guarantee you, based on some of this art, that he has done stuff that we've all seen before and that we all love because it's it's just too good. It's a right. lot. It's lots of fun. But it's it's uh like you said, I love the fact that they took from the cartoons. And there was a couple of cartoons on there that re- what come of the some of the ghosts I really, really, really want to get into. You so, know? So now that we're talking about the ghosts, let's let's get into some of this. Um uh first off, they don't just name a ghost, they tell you whether it's attached to something and what yeah. class it is. Yes. I yeah. love that. I love it. I love I that. Think it's so crazy. I think so it's a cool. crazy as like a ghost bio. Now, yeah, it's it's crazy that you know they go through the and I'm sure like if you go back and watch the cartoon, all that stuff is in there. You know, they oh, they, they always like explain what what it is they're dealing with. Where I think the this is my big thing where I think the book missed where they could have added is if they had like a section on, okay, what is class one? What is class two? What is yes. class three? Explain these you know, things, explain right. these things, put a, give, give me a label, you know? Yeah. As opposed to just saying, okay, um, Slimer's a, 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 a class, a class five. five free roaming vapor, you know, yes. like, well, what is a vapor and what makes it class five? Yeah. The, the nerd in me would have <laughs> loved that. If that was in the book. Yeah, there's no definition or glossary section for. No, not really. But they, but these ghosts are sectioned off. 
Oh, sure. Yeah. Right. You know, it says these are these these are these type of goals. These are these type of goals. These are annihilate uh, uh, was a annihilation ghosts. And these are just ghosts that are harmless. You know, they do do that. They do specify that. But, yeah, I get what you're saying that, you know, it'd be kind of like the same thing with me. The nerd in me would like to know what's a class one. I mean, what's a. To class two, you know, yeah. woman raper and all that crap. So I mean, yeah. me, me being a Ghostbuster fan, you know, I would love, I would have loved it in the book. It would have been great. So yeah. I, I yeah. dug around and, and looked some of these ghosts up because some of them are like, where did they get this ghost? And there's some of these are from video games and other, and comic sure. books yeah. and other things. Mm-hmm. So I ended up coming across some interesting stuff, but um, I, I'm willing to bet we can find somewhere on the internet that classification i did not think about looking up that i bet we can figure out somewhere on the internet someone has said okay a class one is this kind of power this kind of strength mm-hmm. etc because it seems like to me yeah. for example like the new york subway specters for example they're they're probably the lowest ones on this page i don't i don't remember seeing another class one um in this book no but, they range from class one to class three right yeah, well, but see, that's yeah. that's where I'm getting confused because, like, well, why? okay, so what is class one? What is class three, you know, or like four and five? Because there are four and fives in here, right? Right. Like, they, they go and, and, and when, you read through, when you read through the book, it's not like there's a lot of consistency between this is really fucking dangerous and <laughs> right. this, is, this is just like some something that you see every once in a while. Like, there's not consistency between what those classes are so so like again like i i would have nerded out completely if there had been like been been a whole section in here that's like this is what these classes mean this is what a free roaming vapor is or, yeah or whatnot uh let's take a brief diversion just because i want to pay the guy his due yeah kyle hots just i'm looking him up right now um worked work has worked for everybody worked for marvel worked for dc that's uh, awesome worked for um uh uh like malibu comics oh wow and uh co-created the hood he's drawn spider-man whoa, he's drawn whoa, whoa. Hulk. He, cre- he created the hood from he co-created uh, from the marvel marvel supervillain the hood Oh, the hood. Okay. Okay. I thought the hood. Right. There, there's a in Malibu comics. There is a character named the hood. That's what I was sort of it, figuring. And it, he was pretty much pretty cool character. It, uh, maybe linked, maybe not, not mm-hmm. sure. Um, but uh, so some of the titles, some, some of the titles that he has drawn, done the art for just to read them off justice league, dark nice. ghost rider, carnage, Spider-Man, Hulk, Captain Marvel, Agent X, Band Thing, Punisher, Silent Night, uh, <clears throat> Dark Rain, Spider Island, Spider the Island, The Nightman, uh, <laughs> Evil Ernie, oh, yeah. Yeah. Billy the Kid's old timey oddities, Criminal Macabre. You know, all of like this guy is behind so many just total op titles right yeah. right he's, he's behind some of the biggest stuff that has happened in comics in the 90s and the 2000s through today mm. and so of course the art in the book is going to be like wow yeah you know? 
Is there any mention of a book called The Dark Hole Redeemers? Um, I, I'm not seeing it, but that doesn't right. mean it's not part of his body right. work. Because it looks this artwork that's in his book re- resembles that. Because I'm a I'm a big fan of that that series. It's a Marvel book. So, going back to the to the ghosts and the classifications. So, mm-hmm. it seems like the highest powered monster in here is like Gozer, for example, is you know uh, class seven. Right. And, and and so obviously he has several powers. He can manifest in different situations, like different ways, etc. Can make yourself a giant stave puff marshmallow man. All that's nonsense. Right. But like the the subway ghosts like are less you know, they have less abilities, right? They to some to some extent they can only like make you feel bad, you know? Mm-hmm. So I guess, you know, that's one you know, they make you right. feel. Not, well, you know, they make you feel bad. Probably the probably one means that you could probably see them or feel them. Feel them, yes. And right. then and then seven is they can scare the shit out of you and, and you fucking know, really do something to you. you know? Yeah, destroy the city. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, um, but anyway, so there's the subway ghosts. Um, just basically whatever kind of ghost you find in the subway, right? So that's right. your class one. But then, like you know, there's. Lots of cool stuff in here. They, like obviously they have the driver in here, which we've right. all seen, the taxi driver. They have they have Slimer in here. I wish they would have told us exactly where Slimer comes from. They told us Right. That, He's just a spirit that was summoned. Yeah. yeah. So that's right. almost I, I don't know if that's I don't know if that's cool or disappointing. I haven't made that decision yet because if you guys like uh, Dan, I don't know if you listened to that episode with with Rick Gavin. Oh, I did. Okay, so Rick <laughs> goes deep on this character and, and told us basically who it was. He was, you know, that passed away that that comedian, that you know, deceased comedian. Um, I want to know where he got John that Belushi. From, John, John Belushi. Oh, yeah. oh, that Slimer was was a tribute to John Belushi. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. Sure. So I thought, damn, that's awesome. But yeah, I he I I think he watched a couple documentaries and stuff. But also, he he just loves Ghostbusters. So there's a lot of the knowledge that he got from like a documentary he watched, and then on top of that, like just his general knowledge of Ghostbusters. So like he's just that that all that shit is just awesome. But yeah, I don't know if I would have liked it better if if I knew Slimer was. I don't know something else maybe a person you know like maybe I, the- I personally i like it better with slimer just being slimer you know <laughs> you know what like I'm, you don't, you don't the, need I'm to know that. more about him you know yeah yeah that's kind of that's sort of like does for me it's better you know yeah something mystery you know he's slimer that's all you need to know yeah, he's okay? slimer you yeah know? i don't need to know what motivates him i don't need to know why he's there he's slimer <laughs> yeah i guess that's the american in me i need to know why why you know why he's slimer yeah so why? so so rick you said was a huge fan of ghostbusters right yeah you guys right. i'm assuming are huge fans yes. of Ghostbusters. as well yeah probably oh, have course. been since you were little kids absolutely you know right because because we're of an age where you know when the movie came out well we were the right age, you know, mm-hmm. 
And I don't know if you remember this, but when the movie came out, they did this sort of guerrilla marketing sort of thing with it, where there was just stuff everywhere. You couldn't ride a bus. You couldn't walk down the street without (laughs) seeing like the the little Ghostbuster logo. Right. Everywhere. And when my when that was happening, my aunt worked for one of the marketing companies that they hired in Chicago to go and like slap that stuff all over the place. Oh, wow. And so I had rolls and rolls and rolls of those little Ghostbuster stickers. That's awesome. awesome. And I would slap them on everything for years (laughs) for, cause I had all like rolls of, you know, (laughs) everything had a Ghostbuster sticker on it. We should do that now. Go buy, make some stickers and just tag tag all downtown and shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like they, they turned me into a little volunteer guerrilla marketer for them, (laughs) you know? Yeah, like putting on kids as trapper keepers, their pencil cases. All over my own stuff, all over the desks at school, all over everything. <laughs> everything was Ghostbusters. Dude, that's almost like an ingenious thing to do. Instead of hiring people, oh, yeah. little marketers can just give a bunch of sh- fucking stickers. Well, that's how kids. it works. That's how they do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, and, that's and how they, that's, that's that's game over. Game over. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you 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 hire people to go out and and throw this stuff up everywhere, but yeah, put a put a roll of stickers in some kids' hands, and take advantage of the inborn graffiti artist that is in every child, <laughs> and you've you've turned them into little free brand ambassadors for you, you know? <laughs> free roaming vapor of taggers yeah and stuff. exactly <laughs> free roaming vapor of chicago yeah damn dude that's I, I, I i plastered stuff all over books at the chicago public library i was sticking those stickers on <laughs> everything Oh, what a pain in the ass you must have been. <laughs> I don't know why to this day I have friends. I really don't because, yes, I am a pain in the ass. I don't think I'm particularly interesting. I'm not pleasant to be around. And I have this voice. Yeah. And, and and still, people, I I have people in my life. I don't get it. I, I think I think it's because you exude confidence. I think that's what it is. Because the the funny thing is, people tell me like, "Oh, I, I like this dude's voice," and I'm like, "Really? Oh, okay, you know, like that's well, great." What, yeah. What What's funny is I I totally have the radio voice for professional endeavors and engagements. But uh, <laughs> if you want to hire not my cousin Dan, he's available. If you want to hire not my cousin Dan, he can do this voice and he can do this voice. But when he talks for regular. He sounds like somebody that you just want to punch in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all three of us. I think that's why we all get along. Uh, we all want to be true. punched in the face. Oh, yeah. But, um, more, some more than others. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I get punched in the face for fun. So, well, then, um, so then, I say as much. <laughs> so, so I wanted to mention the spider witch because the spider oh. witch is very interesting. Yes. Yes. She is, I guess she committed suicide in like a nest of bodies and then just like you know disappeared or something and then that's re-emerged. how i want to go man <laughs> it's a nest of bodies that's, 
that's how I want to go. <laughs> I want to go buried in a nest of bodies. But like in like an orgy or something, right? That's what it sounds like. Hey, you know, if, if, if that's the way it goes down, that's fine. It'd be a foodie orgy. You know? Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Just cover. Yeah. Just come back as a just a man spider. But <sighs> that's what she did. She she committed suicide. I guess she was part of like the whole like Shandor's Gazorian cult. Right. And then she came back and, and, and then she was part of the video game. Oh, well, hold on. Did you just mispronounce Gozer? No, Gozerian. No, Gozerian is their Gozerian cult. Is the cult Gozerians? Gozerians. There you go. Gozerians. There you go. It's my the it's the fuck. It's the Chicago in me, man. Amateurs. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Gozerian. Am I pronouncing it right there, Mister? Yes. Okay. Either that he'll cor- oh, either that he'll correct you on the next show. Yeah. Either that or. or- <laughs> You know, my cousin Dan will, will Listen, jump on. And I'm, tell us I'm only going to keep doing up. this if you guys don't embarrass me. Okay? <laughs> oh, there's going to be a lot of embarrassment on this motherfucker. That's all <laughs> you we know. Do. You know what you were getting into when you. I knew us, what right? I was getting into. <laughs> so, um, but I, I guess what I dug about it was uh, this ghost was. Uh, here's another. Here's another fun one. Joro Gumo. Is is like the Japanese uh, ghost? Oh yeah! This, oh yes! Yes! I, I I love it in the intro, in the intro to the book where he's talking about all the different kinds of spirits and stuff, and you know we've written this so that you know where to find them and and whatnot. He even says he he starts talking about these other these other kinds of ghosts that they have in Japan, and just like wistfully, like man, you just don't see those kinds of ghosts around here. Like, yeah. I, I thought that was really cute. Like, like, oh, he, he wants to see these other ghosts. That's yeah. cute. <laughs> yeah, because Ray's a is a ghost fan, right? I mean, yeah, he, right. yeah. he loves ghosts He's like an enthusiast. Yes. Right. Yeah, that's true, because he is that in the comic. Right. I mean, in the, yeah. comic, mm-hmm. in the movie. Yeah. You know, he's he, whereas uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bill Murray's character, Peter, Peter, Peter Bankman. Bankman He's more of like a just kind of like a, you know, just he's in for for the money. He's kind of along for the for ride. Where yeah. he's yeah yeah, and Egon he, is your resident nerd, you know. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I thought that was cool because that one is one of the characters that's in the video game. So right, you were gonna say my something? favorite one. I'll be honest. Yeah, they have the spirit guides. Yeah. Oh, and, yes. And that's my favorite one only because the name of the book is the Tobin Spirit Guide. And there's exactly. a ghost in there called a spirit guide. And mm-hmm. it made me laugh. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have two that are favorites. One that really caught my eye was the animal spirits. Yeah. And they rare, they all they're all about in the Chicago area. They're heavier. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. It was kind of cool that they're not they're not really haunting or like have a vengeance. They just they act like they they're were just, when they were alive. They're just animals. Right. Animals what, that that are ghosts. Right. Yeah. And there's there's one that says that cats and this, and this little section here they read. They said that the cats are the ones that are the in-betweeners. Huh. They're, they're from yeah. the, the dead and the living. They can pass through. So cats are like I want to say mediums. Yeah. 
Well, isn't you know? that isn't that part of a couple of ancient mythologies? Right. Exactly. You know, the the Egyptians, that's kind of why they worshipped cats. Well, I don't know that they worshipped cats, but they revered cats. Right. Yeah. And, and the, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of cool. I liked that little feature. I was like, man, that's kind of cool. And then the other one I did like a lot was what? The ghost what? 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 what Give me a oh the electric one right no yeah. no that's kilowatt oh what what page is what on? is on page um I want to say that he's was... right after Prince Vigo he's Prince Vigo S Vigo yeah sixty six yeah he's on sixty six he's one of the that's one the, of the the goals from the series from the cartoon yes, from the cartoon right but it goes into really really real deep details. He's the type of ghost that oh, he's, he's been demon. around. He's a demon that possesses people. And he's been doing it for years. Until he took the form of, and he's like, supposedly he's a longtime planner for what he wants to do. So he's been doing this for years to get to the point where he wants it to. And the point was to open up the containment unit and to convince the ghost to join his army to conquer the world. So he's part of that section that's like, like Armageddon. They, well, <laughs> yeah, only, yeah, but they're they're like what they do is they collect their demons well, of demons. There, he's the world. There, he's in a section called the World Enders, and the, the Conquerors, Conquerors, and the yeah. other class that threats the threats of humanity. Right. Yeah. Right. So this guy, when I when I I love this the episode that he was in, it was like they're like it's what, and then you hear the background. What? And then you hear, um, what's his name say? Say what? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I love that episode. But when I love the detail they, they told about this guy, it was it was great. I found it very, 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 very like uh, satisfying to find out that this guy was actually just more than just a one time spin, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Was, were there any in here? Because I didn't see any. Any reference to there is one episode of the mm-hmm. cartoon that I think is the best episode. Maybe other people do too. I have a feeling it's a pretty popular episode. It's called Ragnarok and Roll. And it's about this guy. It's kind of a silly story, a little bit, but this guy, Jeremy, gets his heart broken by his girlfriend. Like his girlfriend breaks up with him and the, from the way that that it seems like they portray it. It was just kind of like, it it was like not a big deal. It was like, well, I think, I think we should break up and he's got like a, but, but he, his whole heart is broken and he decides he's going to end the world. (laughs) And he goes and he gets gets this magic flute from the top of a mountain and, and releases. Oh, I can't remember the world ender, I think is the name of the creature or something like that. And he's got this flute and and he's got this little sidekick named Dottilio who's kind of deformed. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I remember that. And 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 the whole episode is really epic and Mm -hmm. kind of like transcends the rest of the cartoon to a degree because because it's so heavy and it's so like the the thematic elements of it are really big and deep and almost like this is not for kids kind of stuff. It was and one of the darker I, I, episodes. 
I was, was I was kind of hoping that there was going to be some reference to that in here, but I didn't see it. Oh, yeah. I don't know what, what ghost that could have been, but like the show is just so good because I remember this is funny. Like, I remember they, they were going to go bust some ghosts at some house. And even before they got there, it's just like, OK, guys, look, the address is 13, 13 East 13th Street. Yes. That's the episode <laughs> yeah. of yeah. what? That's the that episode was, of what? That's yeah. what because it was like, <laughs> yeah. he, uh, what's his name? Um, oh, what's the name of the black character? Damn, I can't forget. Winston. Winston. Winston was like, hey, man, this guy, this could be the real thing. He's like, 13th, 13th, 13th Street. You know? Yeah. He's, yeah. It could be a real haunted house. And he was all excited. <laughs> and he's the one I was like, say what? You know? So that episode. I have you know that every time I create some dummy form on, you know, at work <laughs> and I need to fill it out. 1313 East 13th Street is the address I use. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's awesome, bro. Love it. Love it. Love I'm it. glad. I'm glad it's not 1060 West Addis. No, no. It's 1313. Now we interrupt the podcast to let you know that if you're building a website and you need a hosting service, Bluehost is definitely the way to go. If, especially if you're building it in uh, WordPress, for example. It's the hosting service I use for my website, the Flow Real Podcast, and they're super dependable, never had a problem, easy to use. I highly recommend them. Make sure you use a referral link in the description so that Bluehost knows I sent you. Also, the music you're listening to here comes from Epidemic Sound. Now, Epidemic Sound is a great service which allows you to get licenses to music with a very affordable monthly plan. It's great. And you can get a 30-day free trial if you act now. With over 35,000 tracks and 90,000 sound effects, you will find all that you will need for your projects. When you head over to Epidemic Sound, make sure you use my referral link in the description so they know that I sent you. Now, I just recently started using Monday. Um, Monday.com has what they call a work operating system, a work OS. What it is is a work management software. It's more than just a to-do list. It allows you to work with teams. You can put timelines on things. It organizes your projects in a very easy to read dashboard and it's super customizable. I love it. Just started using it. Uh, I'm sharing it with my teams now. It's a great tool for you to use for your work, especially nowadays when we're working from home and we're a little more disconnected. We don't have the people in front of us to ask questions about where is this project? How are you doing on this? What's the timeline, et cetera, et cetera. So with Monday, it makes it very easy for you to kind of keep an eye on things. I love it. I love it. It's an amazing piece of software. I highly recommend it. And when you make your way over to monday.com, make sure you use my referral link in the description. Now, I have <laughs> something I got to tell you guys. When I read this book, I actually thought about you two guys. When I read Is this that, book. Oh, really? Well, after I read I do bear a striking what? resemblance to the spider lady. Oh, uh, well, you do have the legs. Oh, he likes <laughs> your legs. Why can't you see him? I've never seen the man stand up. What are you talking about? <laughs> After I read about what, the next character in the book is Sam Haynes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But guess what's after with that guy? 
Cthulhu. Cthulhu. And I was like, Cthulhu. oh, now I got to read about these two. And I was like, wow, that's kind of cool that they actually mentioned him in this book. That's one of the things I loved about this book because I cracked it open and I was pacing uh-huh. through and I saw this guy. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. They got right. Sam Hain in here. Right, right, yeah. right. Did they ever fight Sam Hain or Cthulhu? Sam Hain's twice. Yeah. In the in the cartoon. In, right? the, in cartoon, the cartoon, yes. Every character you see here, they fought in the cartoon. Either in the cartoon or in the video game. Oh, yeah, the video the game Spider Lady. The I, the I don't remember Witch. a Cthulhu episode. You know what? I could I, I don't remember. I don't remember. But it, 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 neither here nor there. Right. Um but I, if there is, I'm going to have to look it up because if there is a Cthulhu episode, I got to watch it. Right. And then, and I then didn't this one here. That's I, right. I'm going to have to go look now. Holy shit. I, I have been. Well, why don't you look is, it up this right, right now? Like, Press Ghostbusters and Cthulhu. Uh, Type it in the computer. I'm, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm looking it up. <laughs> this, is, this is a little bit embarrassing, a little bit painful for me. But to admit, I have been obsessed with Cthulhu and HP <laughs> Lovecraft ever since I was a kid and Metallica had that song Call of Cthulhu and, oh, yeah. and ever since I heard that song and, and it like immediately was like what the hell is Cthulhu you know dude. And I have been Ooh. obsessed with dude it. there's dude. an episode it, the, there's an episode season 2 episode 28 the name of the episode is called the Colette Call of Cthulhu. <gasps> no. <laughs> All right. Oh my that God, episode was made for All you, right. Dan. Where Where is the cartoon streaming? Uh, Nowhere. <laughs> Nowhere. Nowhere. Come what? There's got to be. Hey, somebody's got to be I making a, money off a, of that cartoon. I have a smart TV, and I typed in Ghostbuster animated, and nothing came up. Well, your TV's done then. No, my TV. Well, it's done. on. It's on Fubo TV. It's on Apple TV. It's on, it's on Philo, Google it's, Play. It's on Amazon Prime. My God, you yeah. got to pay for it. Nobody, That's no, what, yeah, nobody gives. Oh, it for free. you got to pay for it. Oh, right, man. All, those are all. Those are all paid yeah. channels. What a shitty world we live in when people's <laughs> art needs to be paid for. <laughs> How dare they? How dare yeah. they? Yes. How dare they? How dare they? We do everything for free. They should do it too. <laughs> so um oh so, my god it's cheap too it's a dollar 99 per season no oh, no. no it's a dollar 99 per episode oh dude, 9.99 i, I almost Which, jumped out. i was gonna I'll be like hold on press pause i'm gonna go buy a whole fucking season <laughs> holy cow how many there were 10 seasons um I think so, and which also included the <laughs> the series after um, the original Ghostbusters. The, the real Ghostbusters then came out, Slimer and the real Ghostbusters. And then there's the extreme Ghostbusters. Then there are extreme Ghostbusters, right. But that one you can watch on Hulu. Yeah, well, extreme nobody wants to watch that one. Oh, well, nobody wants to watch that. No, I just watched the last two episodes. And that's it. So that's like, what the um, real Ghostbusters show up. Damn. So they got call the collect call. To Cthulhu or whatever. That's 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 awesome, dude. Now, who is the who is the architect of the of the hotel? Is that Ivo? Ivo Shandor. Yeah, he's here. He's here. He's in there. Yeah. Yeah. Human uh, human servant of Gozer. So our okay. So not to jump around too much, but uh, the theory that we came up with in the last podcast about Ghostbusters 
was that evil Shandor might be the like the, ov- the overarching villain for the, the for the trilogy for the the next movie yeah yeah for the, the, yeah that would you guys picked up a lot of details from from the trailer that i never noticed that was not uh, me that was all rick gavel i mean he right. must have fucking paused that fucker second and studied studied every frame man because i did not see all that and he picked all that up i don't know how he did it it was genius okay since you guys didn't finish the book did you guys know there's Gozer has a sister. You see, nobody was saying that, but thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> oh, well, you could always pause it out, man. No. Pause it out. <laughs> so, so anyway, like, uh, yeah, we didn't finish the book. We didn't get to. Uh, cousin Primo was the one who actually did all the homework. Props to you, Cousin Primo. Thank you. I have no life. <laughs> but no. the sister is Tiamat. Oh, Tiamat. Oh. Right. So she's she, got like a head full of snakes and stuff. Head full of dragons. Yes. Yeah. And the thing is, is that she actually was the opposite of Gozer. Gozer wanted to destroy all life. She fed off the chaos. And she is the reason why Gozer was va- was banished to that realm in the first place. Huh. But by doing that, she ended her they her existence ended as well. Because without Gozer's um, I call it servants. To worship him, there were no worshippers uh, for her as well. Interesting. Yeah, I found that that was kind of cool. I like that. But the and but these all the people I'm reading right now, these are all world enders. Yeah. The Ivo, Tiamat, Gozer, even Staypuff is on that list as well. Well, Staypuff is another version of Gozer, right? So right, right. Well, Staypuff is the uh the destructor. Right, right, destructor. right. So go gozer. Gozer created Stay Puffed to be the one who destroys. Because it says right here, class seven, Gozerian form. Right. I don't know. I guess I have to actually like read that part so that I know what I'm talking about there. But anyway, with that said, um, dude, man, I love this book. Oh, yeah. There's some on here that really, really caught my eye. The one called um, Lothian. The harbinger of the cataclysm and destruction. Is, is where where is that in what? That's on um, seventy six. Yeah, page seventy six. Lotan. Lotan. So he's like a giant whale. Well, that's one of its forms. It chooses that form, and it's he's been they, he's been seen in almost every type of cataclysm you can probably think of. The bombing of Pearl Harbor, they've seen him there. Um, when um, what's it called? What was that? Well, one of the, that volcano destroyed the settlement. Mount Vesuvius. Yep, he was there as well. Notes of him being there. Crazy, it's crazy. I love how you know all that shit, dude. I well, read the book. It's I in the book. Man. <laughs> it's not that you only read the book, but you like dig this shit. Like for I real stuff. I, yeah. I mean, the fact I mean, that this stuff doesn't immediately leave your brain like me, I have to read anything three or four times before well, it stays inside my head. You know, like I said, I, stuff like this I find interesting. I really do enjoy, you know, supernatural, sci-fi, you know, anything like that. And it stays in my brain, which is a curse. But you know, I love this stuff. You know, and 
it's like it's like um i call it it's like my way to escape reality because reality sucks okay. yeah <laughs> yeah it is yeah it does and it does the what I, I hope these guys read this one lilith lilith yeah i came across it I oh read- yeah it, finding this and Lilith is a big deal. Lilith is a, a big mythological fi- fi- exactly, yes. and that's and that's what I wanted to point out that she's actually been she's been mentioned several types of scriptures besides yeah, you know, Ghostbusters right. stuff, and they show her here in her 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 temptation form as well as her true form, and her true form is like an ugly piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, it's ugly. I, mean, I, can, I understand why she went like that. Well, like the one that I found interesting is that they have they have the boogeyman. Oh my god, I love that. They have. The I love boogeyman. that. I completely forgot about the boogeyman, and ever since I saw that, because that one is that particular image on top of that is from the from the TV show. Exactly. And I just, I loved the depiction of the boogeyman. He was like this giant headed, large nose demon monster thing. All right. And I always thought he was awesome. Uh, scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> but I always. Well, we are talking about El Kukui. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. exactly. Kukui. You know what? That could be the Kukui. It, well, I mean, that's what a Kukui well, is. Well, the boogeyman. Right, a boogeyman. You're right. The one also that I liked that they took from the series was the Sandman. Yeah, yeah, yes. absolutely. I just wish they would have mentioned the Headless Horseman. That would have been awesome. Did they have the Headless Horseman in the yeah, series? They did. They did. The uh, epic. Uh, what's his name? Um, epic. Damn, I forgot to keep it. Ichabod. Ichabod Crane. Crane. Yeah. His descendants were being chased by the ghost of all uh, throughout the centuries, and the last one he was like an uh, like the Ghost Rider. Carrying the head of uh, yes. carrying his head, so like I wonder why because I would I would feel that that would be a missed opportunity. They must have had to like leave it out because of Disney and stuff, you know. Maybe who knows? Maybe, I mean, there's there's yeah. a lot of reasons. They they probably had some kind of selection criteria. You know, these are the ones we're gonna pick, right? And you know, maybe maybe it was these are the ones that Kyle Hotz wanted to draw. It, exactly. You know exactly. Yeah, maybe because right. I mean, there's a section where it says haunted vehicles, phantom yes. vehicles. Yes. And those are class five. Yeah, it could basically be part of that, right? Right. Yeah, you could think it'd be part of that. Here's your spider witch. <laughs> Slimer, the green ghost, a.k.a. Slimer. The driver. That's cool. I mean, yeah. I, I just love this. Book. I, I, mean, I guarantee. I, like, they're, I, they're... Go ahead. Sorry. No, and the reason why I'm so... I know all this stuff is because I ain't gonna lie, and the nerd is gonna come out of me. I read this book twice already. Damn, <laughs> nice, nice. You know? I just got it yesterday, so right. I yeah, it's uh, it's such a neat book though. It it yeah. really is, and uh, you know, it is it is it fantastic? Would I enjoy Ghostbusters less without reading it? No. No. But it definitely adds to the experience of it, and it, and it brings back that sentimentality, that that exactly. stuff that makes you, you know, I want to go back and watch those cartoons again, you know. Mm-hmm. And like like we we discussed it on the last show, you know, he was thinking, should I go back and watch it? Yeah, I personally already started. All right, so I've been watching. I watched like the first six episodes already. Yeah, you know, and I, I remember I, I went back. A few years ago, and I rewatched that Ragnarok and Roll episode just because 
I loved it so much, you know, uh-huh. and I rewatched it. And I remember I kind of the same reaction that I had when I want, went back and watched Thundercats. Oh, no. Not, <laughs> not quite, not quite the same, like, wow, this is garbage kind of reaction. Uh-huh. You know, not, and the same things like you go back and you watch any of those shows that were, were like, we, we are starting this show to sell toys. Yeah. You know, Thundercats, He-Man, Voltron. Like you go back and you watch them and it's just, why was this popular? Yeah. It's so, (laughs) so bad. And it all goes back to the toys. You know, that's all it was. You know, how, how did this turn into something that sells toys? You know, this is, these are awful. They're unwatchable, but that's not how I felt about, rewatching that episode of the Ghostbusters show. It's a great cartoon, especially when you take a step back and say, dude, this was written for kids. Don't be so critical. Yeah. But I just, I remember it being so epic and so sort of majestic. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching it and being like, I thought this was like a two episode arc. You know, right. I thought this was, <laughs> and no, it's, it's 22 minutes long. and it's it's not anywhere near as epic as i remember it but it's still pretty good but it's it's just i I remember it being like a motion picture experience you know you know what i got that feeling episode from the first episode do you remember the first episode when they were actually capturing these three ghosts and the ghost decided we're going to run the ghostbusters our business we're going to be called ghosts are us and they would capture ghosts in a garbage can. You know, it's like, oh, ghost are, <laughs> ghost are us. He goes, you know what? We're better than the ghosts. Next time, call ghost are us. And, you know, it's like, and they call this big ghost out of like uh, an abandoned warehouse. And they find out it's the wrong ghost. They woke up. And he turns oh. into like a monkey on a tricycle with a jack in a box <laughs> for a head. And he's riding down the street and he's like, <laughs> I'm like Jesus, man. <laughs> I remember and, this, and that's and, the first episode. And I remember thinking, "This is fucking bananas." How did they get past this episode? Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember looking at it and thinking, "Like the fuck is this?" I remember that episode. I never. I the funny thing is, I I never saw that episode first. I always uh-huh. ended up watching like something else. So like uh-huh. I did, I what like when it first aired, I didn't sit down and watch it. Well, and that's the thing. That's the way that cartoons come out. I don't know if it's still this way, but when we were kids, cartoons came out like they would get the whole block of episodes. It wasn't like, OK, I got to wait next till next week to see it. They would play them every day. Yeah, right. And like I told I told this. I told you guys that um, Ghostbusters, the real Ghostbusters was on two channels. Yep. One, it was on Saturday mornings on set on Channel Seven, and then Monday through Friday it was on Channel Thirty Two. Right, so, right, and it would air. It would air like it would, and I would tell. I, I for some reason I always say, the ones on Channel Seven look better than the ones on Channel Thirty Two. The animation wise was way better. That's interesting. I wonder if if we go buy them. We can tell which ones was on 32 and which ones were on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, I mean, I understand what you're saying. It's and, the quality. And, like, you can tell right off yeah. which ones there are, which ones and, they are. And for all of those people who are listening and may <laughs> not remember the days before 
you know, streaming, streaming or, yeah. or digital <laughs> broadcast back in the day when you had UHF stations mm-hmm. and VHF stations. Ooh, you know, UHF. You know, back yes. in the day. And and the VHF stations were the low channels, and that's right. those were the the real networks. Those were you know ABC, NBC, CBS, right, right. The, the, and then you got into the UHF stations, which were like not, nine anything, and above. <laughs> it was like any like like anything above channel twenty, I think, which is which is, and it's just it's a UHF is a higher frequency radio transmission, and so it does it can't travel as far. And the UHF stations were all of your like local weirdo outfits, you know, (laughs) and 32 was a UHF station. Exactly. Anyway, anyway, back in the day when UHF was your bargain, (laughs) it was your bargain basement programming. We would watch our cartoons on channel 32 and on channel 60 and then channel 60 became channel 50, you know, and channel 66 was channel 66 was the Spanish language channel, wasn't it? Yes, it still is. Is it is still? It? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's where you would go to see your Univision um, when I, I remember it that way. Oh, but uh, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I, you know, channel 50 was what WGBO and 32s WFLD. Yeah, you can't forget channel nine. And what was channel 20? I always loved channel 20 because that's where Sven Gulli would be. Was oh, that channel 20. I it was channel 20 or 26. It was 26. Uh, 20. It was 20. And then it was 26. And then 20 became something else. That's the thing. These UHF stations would bounce around all the time. Dude, talking know? about that stuff. But I remember when they used to have MTV on regular TV. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that, too. Yeah. And, 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 you know, this is going to be the most hackneyed things ever. But those were the days when MTV was actually, it was on broadcast from like 10 PM right. to 2 AM. Exactly. And it was music videos. <laughs> and that's all it was. There was no other programming. MTV I, I, was just there's music. days where I miss, I don't know if you guys remember Friday night videos. Yeah. Oh yeah, my God. I, remember I, used that. Lo- I used to love watching Friday night videos. Like, okay, which video is going to show out today? Which video is going to show out today? I, man, I missed those stuff. Dude. It's been good. I still watch it till today. It's been Gilly still on. That dude's a lot. Dude, just turned dude turned 50. Oh, he's got to be older than that. Oh, either that or he turned 60. My fault. He just turned 60. Yeah. yeah. But that dude used to host on, on channel 32. He used yeah. to be the the host for the kids block of, of yeah. cartoons every the afternoon. Coast the zone. Coast zone. Rich Coast. That dude mm-hmm. has more local Emmys than any other person in history. He's done all types that, of shows. That yeah. dude is a legend mm-hmm. and not just because he's Sven Gulli. He is a, a treasure and he <laughs> belongs to Chicago. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's, 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 he did time as a, an announcer as well. Yeah. He's done everything. The hell's this? So, uh, you know who I follow on social media is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Oh, that yeah. Still good looking. You're hilarious, bro. <laughs> I, I do. I follow her, too. Yeah, I follow her, too. Uh, I think it, I think she's great, man. She's still I kicking it. She's still I'm doing t- crazy t- shit. In, in I'm the- telling your wife. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep this it's- between us. Oh, yeah. You're going to bleep this out. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> I watched her and then um, the Spanguli used to just recently just decided to roll 
to roll back the dial and show some of his old episodes when that dude was like super young, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. dude. I was, just, I was like, dude, I can't believe I used to watch this guy, man. You used Have to watch that guy. I, do. I loved watching him, dude. I thought he was too weird. I oh, couldn't dude. do it. I couldn't do it. I, you, you know what's cool about the, that guy? What, so what that, that? that guy is the same kind of nerd that we are. Uh-huh. Exactly. So that Sven Gulli character, that does not belong to him. There was another dude that did Sven Gulli from like the 60s through the right. 80s. Because at first, when he showed up, he was the son of Sven Gulli. Exactly. Yep. I remember that. Exactly. Yeah. I remember so, that. <laughs> and so, and he loved the horror movies and Sven mm-hmm. Gulli so much that he was like, can I take over this character? Can I can I keep this going? Because there was nobody else who wanted to do it. The guy was just going to be like, I'm done. I'm retired. And bye bye, Sven Gulli. Right. And Rich Coase was like, no, 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 no. No, I can't let this be. I can't let it happen. And he took over. He took over the character and he has owned and he's been doing it for like 30 years now. More than 30. Dude, I didn't know this. This is fantastic. He's you, doing it now from you know, home. I'm going to tell yeah. you right now. I'm going to tell yeah. you right now. One of you two nerds should should petition to become the next Spinguli. No, I don't want you. You can have it, Primo. You don't want to do it. You know what? You guys, I would do it. You I would guys, do it. You should do it, Primo. You know why? I know. I would do it. Because I'm such I a remember, nerd. I'll do it. I remember <laughs> going to your house and you were watching Spinguli every and, Saturday. And you were watching yeah, Spinguli, and I'm, and you're like, come down and sit and watch this with me, and I'll sit down and watch it. I'm like, this is this is not for me, man. And I'll get around and go play with your GI Joes or something. But you would watch that fucking thing, and it would be dude. flying saucers on a string and yes. shit, and, and all yes. that dude. crap, all that. Okay, stuff. you you used to watch Spinguli. You used to watch it like back in the '80s, early '80s, late '90s, stuff Talk, like that. Okay, talking, oh, cause, well, not, you're not gonna watch it, but no, no, but my, not my, my cousin, cousin Dan. Dan. <laughs> my cousin, yeah, Dan. yeah. You remember they did this special event with 7-Eleven where you would have to go to 7-Eleven, buy yourself a big gulp, and they would give you 3D glasses for Saturday yes. night to watch the creature in the Black <laughs> yes. Lagoon yes. in green 3D. Yes. In, in that, that <laughs> shitty old old school 3D. Yeah, like, I remember that. And that was, that was one of my favorite times because it was when I used to hang out with Uncle Tony. Uh-huh. And he took us to go get the sunglasses and he yes. sat there and watched the movie with us. Yeah. And he's like, we were just laughing. You know, he was like, make jokes and stuff. And he had the 3D glasses on and everything. And we we're watching in 3D green. And yeah. it's been good. He's like, get your 3D glasses at your local 7-Eleven. And he goes, he would wear the glasses and then they would show like a little clip of it's just instead of it being red and um. And blue, it was like green and blue. So you could wear the sunglasses. You could wear the yeah, CD glasses. Right. It was great, dude. So, yeah. so let me let I me, remember that. Absolutely. Let me let me color some I, of this. I, there was so, one summer that I spent a lot of time at 7 <laughs> Eleven. It was one summer, and it probably was that summer, but my brother won the grand prize game on the bozo. <laughs> Don't let Mike and, and Mike hear you repeat. That, oh, bro. they heard it and they were very unhappy about it. <laughs> but my brother won the grand prize game. And one of the things that he won was a quote unquote lifetime supply of Slurpees. <laughs> but the lifetime supply, it was just a big fat coupon book. Good for one small Slurpee. 
and and my my brother was like there's no way i'm going to use all of these so you can have any like tore the book in half and he gave gave half of it to me and we burned through those in like two months <laughs> i spent a lot of time at 7-eleven no, the 7-eleven i think if i remember correctly it would have been on the corner or near the corner of irving park and long and just like it was it, it was just like that summer, three, four times a day, I'm going to go get my Slurpee on. So you got, you got, you Slurpee, got Slurpee for lunch, Slurpee breakfast, for breakfast, dinner. Yeah. Dinner. Yeah. a little, a little mid afternoon snack. Well, but I mean, summer was a little bit different back then. And like, I don't want to sound like one of those stupid, you know, we grew up drinking from the garden hose memes because I fucking hate that, dude. But, but summer was different. Summer was mom and dad send you out. Yeah. In the morning right. at like 7 a.m. And if you come home before the sun starts to go down, they send you out again, you know, <laughs> and that's don't come back you know, into the lights. Turn on. Don't. Yeah. And, exactly and so, you know, we would go. I would ride my bike. We'd get Slurpees and we'd hang out in Portage Park and go to the pool or, or mm -hmm. you know, blow shit up or play. Let's dodge traffic, you know, whatever. But uh, <laughs> You know, I've seen some kids lose that. Well, game. you guys are city kids, like you know, yeah. how, like, you know how, like that's what you do. Just, that's absolutely. At a certain point, there's, there's only so much shit you can do as a kid when it becomes like I'm going to play chicken with a Buick. You know, dude, dude. Me and cousin Primo, we made so many inventions, man. I think the premier invention. I think we've talked about this is the ghetto slingshot. Oh man, I with used the, with the coat hanger. No, with the with uh, the orquilla. Yeah, you would get you would get the the orquilla, the the clothespin. Yeah, the clothespin. You would get a clothespin, and you find yourself a two by four. Because for whatever reason, especially where we grew up in the city, two by fours are a plenty. You know, they're everywhere. Oh, they're yeah, fucking they're, everywhere. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you are in the city. You go yeah. through the alleyways, you yes. will find generic debris. Yes, and I don't care what neighborhood you're in. The debris is the same. It's scrap two by fours, cabinet doors, occasionally a doorknob or two and shopping carts. Yes. And there's like an unlimited supply of those things in every alley in the city. Yeah. And rocks and rocks They're everywhere. everywhere. Rocks. You see back then, back then. So we would take this, this, this two by four. <laughs> we take this two by four and we would, we would find rubber bands. I, I don't know how we find them. We find them everywhere. You very easily find all the things we need for this, which I wonder if we can't even do that now. But like we get a two by four, you get a bunch of rubber bands, wrap the rubber bands around the clothespin and then take the other end of the uh, of the of the two by four. And of course, there was always a nail already in the two by four. You would just yep. reuse that nail and put another bunch of rubber bands and string and make a slingshot out of that. And then find bottle caps, hammer <laughs> bottle them caps because again yeah. they were everywhere. They're everywhere, yeah. And so you would hammer those down because they're made of metal, you know, back then because there were Coke bottles made of glass, and you would just take those metal tops, you know, hammer them down, and you make little deadly frisbees. And we would zing each other with those. Zing oh. We would fucking bing each other with those things. All fucking evening with that shit. We'd nice. find it, take us all morning to find all that shit. We'd build a bunch of slingshots and we me and cousin Primo, are, 
would shoot the shit out of each other. You guys other. are much just, just more, to, much just more to industrious. Just lose them to start all over again in the morning. <laughs> yeah, much more industrious than me and my brother. Me and my brother had a game we would play. It was called throwing rocks. <laughs> you know, at a certain point during the day, we'd get to a point where we didn't know, and we'd say, "Hey, you want to go throw rocks?" And we'd go throw rocks at each other. That was the game. We and we, we even had like some rudimentary rules about it. Like it was, you know, you. Can't it's just like bomb. playing catch, you know, you play catch with the with the baseball or you play running bases. We would play running bases a lot. You know, you play oh, horse, God. you know, you go to the park and, and on and if there's nobody else, you know, you play horse on the ba- on the basketball court whatever. But we would we, we would throw rocks. It's, and what it was, we would we would line up facing each other. We get a pile of rocks. We each of us would get a pile of rocks. Like they were snowballs, except and and, and it would be like you it, you just take turns and it, and the rules were like okay I'm gonna throw this rock at you <laughs> and if you catch it you get a point and I lose a point okay I played that you same don't game catch but it, if you flinch if you don't catch it nothing happens if I hit you and you don't catch it I get a point and you lose a point. <laughs> And we would do this for hours. We would throw rocks at each other. And, and, you know, I'm saying in a very Chicago way, we would throw rocks at each other. That's what we did. That was our game, throwing rocks. That was a Chicago rocks. thing. That was just a fucking... <laughs> That's a Chicago thing, throwing rocks. Dude, dude. Uh, how often did you win at that game? My brother was considerably bigger than me, so not often. Oh, that shit sucks, man. <laughs> Oh, dude! Oh, dude! We that, did that well into our teens. One, to to be honest, like we, we, my parents took us on a vacation once to New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, right? we, and, 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 and this was when, like, we didn't. There was there there are some definitive sections of my life, right? There is this is when we were poor. <laughs> this is when we were not poor, right? There, there was a point at which we were both teenagers. I think my brother was like uh, 16 or 17, and I would have been 14 or 15. We went to New Zealand, and we're in New Zealand at the base of this glacier. It's called the Franz Josef Glacier, and the whole parking lot there was was just big rocks. It wasn't even gravel. It was just big rocks. Fuck. And my brother and I move a lot faster than my parents did at the time, so we went for a hike around this glacier, and you know we came back down. And we're waiting for my parents. And, and, and again, like, we're not kids anymore, really, at that point. But my brother and I were like, so, you want to throw rocks? <laughs> so there we are in New Zealand, as far away from Chicago as you can get. And what are we doing? We're throwing rocks at each other. Yeah, you play deadly dodgeball in a foreign country. <laughs> and, and here, the rocks were big, man. The rocks were like the size of baseballs. Fuck that, dude. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? It's Polish. I don't know. Yeah, dude. Oh, dude. This whole this. I mean, That's horrible. I remember playing rocks with cousin Primo, but we didn't have rules like that, and we didn't play very often. I think we played a couple of times. I remember couple throwing, times because we were throwing and running. Yeah, that's we pretty much throwing, what it was. Exactly. Exactly. We would throw and it would run, and then you know, and then it lasted ten seconds, and it was over. You got hit. You got hit. That See, that's that's the difference between your version of the game and our version of the game. We would just stand there. Yeah. There was no running. There was there was no. 
I'm going to throw a rock <laughs> and then you're going to throw a rock and I'm going to throw another rock and you're going to throw another rock. And it, it was, and, and the, because the game was, I want to try to catch it. So like we would really throw them, you know, that's fucking nuts, bro. <laughs> that's risk. That's fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking. Oh God. I thought we were violent. Damn. Yeah. No, <laughs> and you wonder, you guys wonder why I am the way that I am. Well, there you go. A few too many you, rocks. You, sh- you should have catched some of the rocks. I, I, I didn't was. catch. I didn't catch enough of the rocks. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know. You know. You know. You know what you should do is uh, you should call your brother up and be like, "Hey, man. You know, just reminiscing about the past." Uh, I've what? asked him about it. He doesn't remember it as much as I do. Like he remembers. He remembers chucking rocks at each other at the in New Zealand. But like he doesn't he doesn't necessarily remember it as a thing we used to do all the time. It was a special occasion. It, it was, was a special Netherlands. occasion. This is an you're a whole new country in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah right. Know? Time to throw rocks. Yeah, hey, let's throw a rock in every corner of the world. You know, <laughs> we did it. Fuck that. Or stop New Zealand. <laughs> Yeah. Well, anyway, all that talk aside, I really want to go watch like the Ghostbusters cartoon and shit. Yeah, <laughs> I got to go back and watch the Ghostbusters cartoon. I'm I'm super excited about Answer the Call. Oh, my God. Uh, I can't mean, wait for that. Is it Answer the Call good. or Afterlife? Oh, Afterlife. Afterlife. afterlife the, yeah. the tagline is Answer the Call. Right, yes, right, afterlife. Right. I'm really excited about Afterlife. It looks great. Um. I think you guys nailed it on the head too when you were talking about the kind of reboot movie uh-huh. with with Leslie Jones and and uh, and Kate McKinnon and and whatnot. I don't know why people hated that movie so much. I I will say I was a little bit underwhelmed by it when I watched it, but I still liked it. It was still yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I I really did enjoy that movie. You know, I don't know why. Like we we discussed this, and we're like, I don't know why that movie had so much negativity toward it. You know, yeah. people there's, actually were like hating, hating that. Yeah, and there's there's a lot of toxicity out there. Yeah, uh, and you know, you you guys spoke about it ad nauseum on the last episode. I don't I don't need to really revisit it or spend time on it. But it's just, uh, you know, you you make a movie and you change something, right? You change, Oh, it's going to be women. Yeah. And automatically, automatically that's enough for a certain kind of people to be like, this is garbage. I hate it. And I want to ruin the, I want to burn it down. I want to ruin everybody that's connected to it. That happened with that movie. Um, came, uh, totally different reasons, but that movie a couple of years ago about Neil Armstrong that came out called first man, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was an amazing movie. It was gorgeous. And people who had never even seen it, it came out. Somebody somebody wrote something about it that uh, they don't show the scene of him planting the American flag on the moon. There's like no scene that's shot for that in the movie. And that came out before it was released. And on the basis of that, the whole world erupted. Oh, this is anti-American and blah, blah. Like, you haven't even seen a fucking movie, dude. Yeah. But why would you get so like, and, and that's, that's internet culture now is 
people have strong feelings about everything and they want you to know why they have strong feelings, but they don't even know themselves why they have strong feelings. So exactly. I have, I've been thinking a lot about this kind of stuff lately because I've been running into a few people that are kind of hating, right? And I, I don't know why or what their deal is or whatever, but it, it's just like, what's going on? You know, what, what is it? What is it? Is, is it, is it me? Am I annoying? Can I be, I, I'm probably annoying, you know, maybe. Yeah. But, or are you just a hater? You know, are you just a fucking yeah. hater. You just, you just don't want to see somebody else doing well. Yeah. You don't want to well, see somebody else succeed. You don't want to see anybody do something cool. You don't want to see any version of the world that doesn't match the version of the world you have inside your head. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, Cause anything. For, yeah. Yeah. Cause for whatever reason, you have to be the center of that world. You, right. you need to be the best or the, the top dog or whatever. Right. And you just, you're just a and, fucking hater. And for better or for worse, what, what, mass communication technology that we have now social media and the internet as it is. And the fact that anybody can go anywhere and say anything at any time, you know, with very little consequence yeah, mm-hmm. has, has created a world where people don't know that sometimes it's okay to say nothing. Yeah. Sometimes it's, perfectly acceptable to have no opinion yeah and so what we have now is a world where everybody has opinions on everything and their opinions are strong well you see those those people with the strong opinions that would just be your neighborhood asshole who's been making who's been making you miserable with all the loud music or just being a dick to you in the hallway or whatever. Now that dick in the hallway is the dick on Twitter, the dick on Instagram, the dick yeah. on Facebook, you know, right. like now that, okay. dick, the, the, that dick has, now, hey, he could be everywhere now, right. you know, now and that he, dick has every it's, platform it's, at his fingertips. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And he can and, find all of the other people that are also dicks yes. or all of the other people who think that, that, that guy being a dick is entertaining. Yeah. And, you know, I'm saying this from the perspective of you guys know me. I have strong opinions. I but you're not a dick. I kind of am. I'm well aware of it, but you don't go appreciate around bashing people. You don't ever do that. You don't go around shitting on people. I really try not to. I really try not to. And I mean, I haven't always been that way. I've spent plenty of time bashing. And you know what? You get me on the wrong topic and I will do nothing but bash. You know? <laughs> like you, you, you bring up the wrong topic and boy, howdy, will I let you know how I feel about it? You know? <laughs> and, but, um, but that being said, like, I also have an appreciation that sometimes the right thing to say is nothing, yeah. you know, sometimes it's some, sometimes the world doesn't need to hear what not my cousin Dan thinks. Mm. Sometimes that's, you're not adding to the conversation at all. All you're doing is being destructive and chaotic and gross. Yeah. Right. Like if you don't like it, that's fine. Like I like Ghostbusters. I like, and all it's the perfectly okay to be indifferent about something. That's true. It's perfectly right. okay to be like, you know, this, this all woman remake of the Ghostbusters eh, doesn't float my boat, but if it affects you to the point 
where you're like, fuck this. And they've ruined it. And oh, my God, my childhood is done. And yeah, well, dude, maybe what you need is not Facebook. Maybe what you need is a really good therapist. Well, yeah. you see, the, 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 maybe the, the, you, you need a little bit of weed. You need, need to do a hit of acid you need to hang <laughs> out for a weekend yeah. and chill. You need to do a little introspection and figure out why your childhood sentimentality is so fucking delicate that if somebody makes a movie, you're ruined forever. Yeah. Yeah. You need a little ayahuasca there, bud. You yeah. need to, like, you know, right. get in touch with oneself yeah. and figure some shit out because I mean, and give us some kush cookies and call yeah. it a day. There you go. <laughs> well, you see, here's the thing though. Like that, the, the thing is, is that that person, he gets on the internet, he writes his little awful thing and then he forgets that he said it and he's on with the rest of his oh, day. He's, he's on with his life and it's pissing off the rest of the world. Yeah. Right. It is fucking yeah. everybody else's else's. The, fun, the part about that is that once it's out there, it's out there. It's, it's out, out there, there and it doesn't go away. And that guy right. can go on with his life as if he never did anything and he's never going to go back to it and forgets he ever said it. But there are 1500 or 12,000 people out there who it ruined their fucking day. And now they're, they're spreading that negativity. Yeah. You know, right. And, you know, it's the the Internet is is chock full of Duparelki is what. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nice. Nice. Yes. Nice. Nicely. Put, I, mean, I, should say. I, you know, there's more Ghostbusters. We should be happy that there's more Ghostbusters. Absolutely. We, we get to see more ghosts that these guys created for the sake of this crazy franchise. Exactly. Right. Like, wouldn't it be awesome if there another cartoon spinoff came off of this? Well, I guarantee there's going to be, and there's going to oh, be toys. I would love I, the, the, the toys are already sitting in a warehouse somewhere. You know, actually, they're already at the stores. So, yeah. Well, there you go. They're they're at cousin Primo's house. <laughs> well, three of them anyway. You know, <laughs> I'm not lying. He does have them. He does have them. You know? Yeah. But um, but yeah, man. Like I'm excited for this movie Afterlife. I can't wait for it to come out um you know it's i i i hope that rick gavel and all the stuff that he said like i i hope he's right but i also hope he's wrong because then i'll be surprised when i go to the movie theater oh sure yeah. you know what i'm saying i'll be happy mm -hmm. if he's right because then yeah he, he he guessed it he got all the clues right and he figured out the mystery right but if he got it, but if I got there and he got it all wrong, that would be fantastic. Because mm -hmm. then I would be one hundred percent surprised as to who the bad guy is, what's happening, etc. Because yeah, because uh, I forget what was his name, the Ant Man, uh, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, I think is this a bad guy in this movie. <laughs> Again, this is the value that I bring to this podcast. I can't remember names for shit. <laughs> we is, all know this <laughs> this is the the internalized imdb yes that's that's what i bring to the table here. yeah that's it's a, it's an amazing piece of hardware you got going on there but <laughs> wouldn't it be awesome if it was good at anything else i i think i think it'd be dangerous this, if, yeah if wouldn't, wouldn't i be an impressive man if my brain could do anything other than remember who was in what i think it would i think it makes you the the perfect podcast machine mm -hmm. <laughs> you are you you are like god's gift to podcasting 
That's, well, this is, I know this that, is... and you know that. <laughs> you, this and is, now this I is... know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is this is your calling, buddy. Yeah, bro. So, oh my god. Okay. But speaking okay. of that, of the Ghostbuster movies, I, I like I said, I told um, I was telling one of my boys that I can't wait for this movie to come out. I really can't. It's going to be a very very exciting movie. I think it is. I think I, I just can't wait. I can't wait. There's oh, a couple movies super. out there. That, there's a couple movies out this month that are pretty good. I don't know if you guys watched Venom yet. No, oh, I, I haven't Venom. seen it yet, but it's on the list. Venom. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Okay. I don't. I don't I like uh, Ghostbusters with the female cast. I don't think anybody is going to give that movie an Oscar. Only nerdy idiots like myself enjoyed the shit out of that movie. Um, I'll tell you right now, it is not a family movie. So listeners, do not take your babies to see this movie. <laughs> Cause uh to see Venom. You- to see Venom uh uh what's call it? Let there be carnage. Like do not do not take your kids to see yeah. that movie. Okay. Um, well, I don't know who would think that's a family friendly movie based on um, the trailers who my, did you make that mistake uh no uh somehow my wife uh figured maybe that you know because someone told her that you know like maybe it might be me that it was a kid uh-huh. movie um i don't know how that happened uh maybe some kind of miscommunication but yes we took the family to watch that movie <laughs> uh but no, <laughs> the, no worries the kids are already traumatized they were fine <laughs> yeah right yeah so um, you've already broken them it's fine yeah it's fine. i mean this yeah. month alone there's a couple of good movies <laughs> that are coming out although i will say i will say that just because you've already broken them doesn't mean it's okay to keep breaking them more yes <laughs> i don't i don't think they're i don't i think they're fine you know, I, you know, whatever uh, therapist they're going to need when they get older, I'll pay for it. It's just, they'll be couple, hopefully by then they'll be. <laughs> yeah, I hope you're say, I, I hope you're setting aside a therapy budget, you know? Yeah, uh, I'm hoping that's what the podcast will do for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? Therapy money. Po- podcast is th- uh, podcast money, is therapy money. Is is therapy that money. Is? Yeah, yeah. So oh, um, we're all going to need it in that case. Yeah. I, I'm thinking maybe I should get some affiliate links to some psychology experts or something. Hey, let's, let's, uh, let's, yeah, let's ask right. Ben Gooley to, to sponsor the show. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. I don't know if he would do that, but yeah. yeah oh, let's, let's see if we can get Sven Gooley to guest on here. <laughs> I would. That'd so be not awesome. Be, I, not to sound like a dork, but I'd so not be worthy. I would have to have you two geeks on. Uh, yeah, you'd have to. Like, you I would no miss choice. that. Yeah, there's <laughs> just on. no way. That would be awesome, dude. Oh, Rich Coles, if you ever uh, listen to this, we want you on the show, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody tag him on that shit. Hey, oh, make sure this. you tag Rich Coles. I forgot to show you this. Oh, he's oh. wearing a Ghostbusters shirt. Nice. Well, it's actually me, the circle. So it's like... <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. That's an old shirt, though. But either way, I, I had to wear it for the show. What a great logo, too. Like, yeah, the most yeah. iconic logo in filmmaking history and just oh. in any franchise. But it might be. It might be. I yeah. think so. I mean, there's some big, big 
iconic you know logos out there but ghostbusters is up there man but i can't think of any other logo that it's well, amazing maybe the coke Just, logo <laughs> isn't it's so unlikely too yeah. when you think about it when you think about what that movie was about how does that become this massive <laughs> franchise with this staying power that what it came out in 1983 um, I want to uh, say, I want to say, eighty-three or eighty-four, and so forty years later, forty years later, it's still, it's totally iconic. Yeah, eighty-four. So, man, but anyway, we should um, call it a night here, buds. Okay, uh, yep. we're gonna wrap it up. Huh? We're gonna yeah. wrap it up. So we gotta, uh, we gotta do the egg thing to the book so it doesn't curse us. For so it doesn't. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna do an egg wash on the books, and then we're gonna throw rocks at each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah upset the ghost. Why don't you? Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. This is Egg Girl Travis with my co-host, not my cousin Dan and cousin Primo. We'll catch you next time. Next time, brothers. Next time, Laters The music you're listening to is titled Uh by Cushy. You can find them over at Epidemic Sound. Don't forget to use my referral link in the description so they know that I sent you. Yes, playing rocks. I guess it was a thing. We didn't have rules, but apparently you can have rules. It's like, you know, killer dodgeball. So if you want to find us on Instagram, you can follow Cousin Primo at the underscore real underscore Cousin Primo. Also, you can follow Not My Cousin Dan under the name Dantastic Sizzler. You can follow the show under the name The Flow Roll. And you can follow me, Edgar Otraves, under the name Edgar Otraves. Don't forget, we have a website. You can go to theflowrollpodcast.com and get merch, listen to some more episodes, and digest any more content that you want to see from us. It's Halloween, people, so make sure you like, subscribe, comment, and share wherever you get your podcast at. And make sure you press all the buttons or El Cucuy will come and get you and eat you. Thank you so much for listening. This is Edgar Otra Vez. We will catch you next time. Thank you. Bye.